Shuffle up and down the court. I like slam dunks and take me to the hook. My favorite play is the alley oop. I like the pick and roll. I like the give and go. <laughs> to the hoop, y'all. Yes. Ha ho! Here I go. Face. Watch me. Deal, deal, deal. Happy New Year and welcome to 2020. I'm your host, Chris Stevens, and this is the first edition in the new year of First State Hoops Radio. This week, we'll be talking to Archmere's senior forward Fiona Tini following her 23-point performance in the Hawks win over Caravelle in the Diamond State Class. We also will be talking to Caravelle girls head basketball coach Kristen Caldwell about the challenges of coaching a very young team, which she looks forward to. And we also caught up with Seaford boys basketball coach Vince Evans Jr., who has the Blue Jays off to their best start in 22 years. So welcome to the new year and welcome to First State Hoops Radio. Okay, obviously, you know, Diamond State Classic, you know, very important tournament for this program. Just talk about, you know, beating a team like Caravelle and, you know, just clicking on all cylinders what you girls did today. Um, well, at first we were a little scared, honestly, coming out to play Caravelle because Caravelle has been one of our biggest competitors throughout all our seasons. And I don't know, today was something was different. Like, we just gelled. We were finishing around the basket, we were making all our threes, and just beating them is like so important to us and like our team because we, we needed this. When everything is clicking on all cylinders like it was today, how much fun is it out there, you know, to be passing ball around to your teammates and knowing that at the end of that, at the end of all of that passing is going to be at least one bucket? It's so fun. <laughs> like, honestly, I have so much fun when anyone on the team makes an amazing pass or even just a simple pass and it goes in. Like, I immediately like turn around and start clapping. I, everyone in the stands jump up screaming everyone on the team's clapping giving each other high fives it's great when i talked to coach earlier in the year after you guys beat howard he said the depth of this team that you you can put 10 11 girls on the floor at any given time is going to be big for you guys how important is it for you guys to know that as the starting five knowing that if you do need to take a rest that you aren't going to have a drop off that your that your teammates on the bench are going to pick you up it's really good because some, I know me out there, like I get tired, so knowing that someone can come off the bench and come in and give me a little break without having to worry about like the score, like coming together, it's really important. And just, you know, going forward, what do you want the team to take from today? Obviously, you know, you got a whole lot of season left, but as far as big victories though, as far as big victories go, it doesn't get much bigger than this. What are you guys looking forward to about the rest of the season? Caravel, like this is important for us because now we know that we can take on anybody. Yeah, pretty much. It's hard to go from three straight state championship game appearances with a lot of experience to having six freshmen and no seniors on your team. But if anybody's up for the challenge of coaching these girls up, it's Caravelle girls basketball coach Kristen Caldwell. She talked to us following the Archmere game about the challenge of coaching up such a young team and how she feels like they'll be in the right place at the right time by the end of the season. Obviously, today is not going to be one, you know, it's probably going to be one of the films that you burn after watching it, but just... With this team, as young as it is, you know, just what do you want them to take from, you know, a game like today against the team that was able to run 10, 11 girls out there at any given time? Um, my main issue right now, young, not, whatever, we don't say a word on the defensive end. So you see, we're not matched up right. Girls are wide. So against a good team, and our chair is a good team, you can't give them wide open layups because you're, you can't even get matched up in man or whatever it is. 
where we got two girls standing on the same side of the zone looking at each other and they don't say anything. Right. So my biggest frustration at the moment is our lack of communication. And so I know it's a lot of freshmen and sophomores running out there, but it's going to be the same, 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 same results on the defensive end until we make some changes. And so it's frustrating because I think we have some length. I think we have some athleticism on the defensive end, but how can we, you know, you want to press and drop back in a man. Well, how can we get to anything that's like point B, C, D down the line if we can't even get matched up right. in man? Yeah. Um, and so that's frustrating. Um, but it's part of our process right now. I got, I showed some frustration. I mean, some on purpose, some. I just couldn't believe what I was seeing five times straight down the floor. We couldn't get our match up and That's one thing I noticed. I think I think it was a timeout late in the second quarter where yeah. you, you pretty much got after them. Yeah. And just, you know, obviously, you know, with a crew with a crew this young and, you know, trying to just get them in the right spots and yeah. and, and, and trying to fill those communication gaps just yeah. how much I mean, I mean this team still has, for my for my eyes, still has a lot of talent. I still think there's going to be, yeah. you know, a, yeah. still think you'll be there at the end, obviously. Yeah. But just yeah. until you get to that point, what do you want this team to work on aside from the communication as the season progresses? Just taking pride in little things. Um, we played Plymouth White Marsh last weekend, mm -hmm. and the biggest compliment that I know that I can give them was they were just execution. They did every detail right. They didn't miss a box out. And we're not going to get everything right, but I'd like us, I'd like our girls to have their eyes open to many more of the details correct more of the time. So not just flowing up and down the floor and, you know, just making plays or not, but like, no, like, let's have, increase our awareness and be able to focus on doing some details correctly. That, right now, we're struggling uh, with that. And again, India is fantastic. I think you can see what Taylor Wilkins can be athletically and as a slasher and a defender. I think she had, I think she had like 14 rebounds in the first half. Um, so Janiah's coming, she's um, But it's, I think it's an understanding of like, especially a team like Archmere. It's been a while since they beat us. All these teams are looking like, ooh, now we can get Caramel. Right, right. And so we're going to get these teams best every single night. And we have to match their fight and their tenacity. And it's not just going to be, oh, it's Caramel to walk out there. Like, no, we have this. We're in, like, scrape and claw mode right now. And I don't think we showed that for four quarters. Yeah, yeah last question, and I'll let you get out of here. Um, sure. After three straight state championship games, knowing that you were probably going to have like a very young team. How much of an adjustment did it take for you to kind of say, all right, this is the crew I have. They're talented, but they need game experience. Just what is it? What, is the, what has the adjustment been like for you as, you know, head coach? Um, it's been expected, but definitely an exercise in patience. I mean, no question where, you know, last year with my that crew of seniors, Sure, I was running practice, but they knew the expectations. And so whether it's running from drill to drill, whether it's the execution of a drill, whether it's just the drill names themselves, it ran very smoothly. This year, uh, I've joked with my coaches that, like, man, at the end of two hours, you're exhausted because you just had to explain 
so many things because it's not their fault. Why would they know? You know what I mean? So it's just starting over and trying to get the right things ingrained in them. Um, we'll get there. It's part of the process. The last time the Seaford Blue Jays boys basketball team started season 7-0 was 1997 when they were the defending state champions. We caught up with head coach Vince Evans Jr., who was a player on the 97 Blue Jays, about what it means to start the season 7-0 with such a young team and his challenge of restoring the history and tradition of such a story program to Seaford. Obviously a big win for your guys. Come up here, get an upstate win, you know, have a chance to play for a tournament championship tomorrow. Just talk about the effort of this team, especially, you know, closing down that fourth quarter. Oh, man, that's that's been our MO all year long, man. Just fight for 32 minutes. Just keep battling, just keep battling. we got some young guys, so we know we're going to have mistakes from time to time. So, you know, just play through them and just, you know, stick together as a team. Being, um, you know, that this team has gone 6-0 and for the first time in, in 20 years, something like that, just how how's this team, you know, adjusted to that pressure? You know, as you say, you have young kids. You know, just how have they, you know, how, you, how do you think they've gone so far? You know, obviously being 6-0 and is good, but just what do you think they've done, you know, in terms of, you know, just growing as a team? They, they've put a lot of work in. Um, we, we don't have, we have all the guys at practice. Um, the guys have been in the, you know, the fall workouts, the summer leagues, the fall leagues. Um, the guys want to come early to get shots up. They want to stay late to get shots up. Um, they always want to be in the gym. Sometimes you got to tell them, look, I got a family. I got to go home. <laughs> um, but they, they, it's a, it's a close group, and they love spending time with each other. They really and, do. And just what do you want this team to take from, you know, this game? You know, obviously, you know, you got a championship game tomorrow against Hodgson, who's, you know, pretty tough opponent. Just what do you want them to take from this game? You know, the score, the game was probably closer than the score indicated. Just, you know, it's closing out. Just one of those things you want to kind of, like, you know, impress upon them. Oh, we just got to work on the little things. Um, just helping out on defense, talking more on defense, um, boxing out, finishing the defensive uh, possessions, um, being smarter on offense, and, I, and our guys know that. And and hopefully we can correct that before we come back up here tomorrow. Just a, you know, a couple quick questions about the, you know the program. Obviously, not too long ago they got to see uh, Delano DeShields have his jersey retired. Just how important was it for those guys to see that they you know. They're kind of like standing on the shoulders of giants, so to speak. You know that Seaford has a proud tradition, and that you know this team has the talent to kind of you know revive that a little bit. Well, one thing you know, I was on the '97 state championship team, um, shooting guard. Okay, y'all beat uh, my Howard High School Wildcats in the yeah, semifinals. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. <laughs> but you know, one of the things when I took the, took over the job a year ago was bringing the tradition back. Um, I think it was the first time that we've had alumni, you know, as far as as a head coach. So I wanted to bring that tradition back. Anytime a former player comes around from the 80s or 90s, um, you know, we whack them into the gym and talk to the boys. I know they probably get tired, man, who is this guy? Who is this guy? But I think a lot of these younger guys don't know the tradition and the history of Seaford basketball and, or Seaford sports in general. So that's one of the things that we're trying to do is bring them back. Um, Delano coming was good. Hopefully we can get other guys in. Um, just so they remember at one time it was one of the better high schools sports-wise, you know, in the state. So we're trying to build, build that back up. All right, we've reached the final buzzer for the first edition in the new year of First State Hoops Radio. We want to thank Vince Evans Jr., Kristen Caldwell, and Fiona Tini for coming on the podcast. And we want to thank you all for listening. We're back to normal this week with our usual weekly recaps featuring pictures, photos, videos, and more of the games. And we'll get, let you guys know where we're going to be very soon. So thank you all for listening. And as always, keep shooting your shot. Yeah.